Thank you so much, BBS Radio, for putting this gathering live on the air over the internet. Today it is Sunday, August 28th, 2022. My name is Gijs Minderhout. I'm located in the town of Los Molinos, Northern California. I welcome the next caller. Please say your name and location. Good morning, hi, it's Jeannie in Citrusides. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you. Hello, Jeannie. Hello, Jeannie. Hi. Hi. And I want to mention that this radio show is all the time as a simulcast with a conference call. So that's why you hear people live here speaking. I welcome the next two callers. Thank you for being here. If you want to, feel free to say your names and locations. Hi, hi. from England. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> and good Snap. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. All right. Oh, rushed to get on because I was a little bit late. You made it in time, CJ. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've been looking at crystals. A happy Sunday morning. Welcome. Please say name and location. Yeah, hi, hi. This is Edward in Louisiana. Welcome, Edward. Hey. Hi, Edward. Happy Sunday. <laughs> hey. Oh, happy Sunday. Hello. <laughs> happy Sunday. Beautiful day here. All right. Yes. Yeah, I think it was um, a beautiful day today, but I've been on a computer all day, so <laughs> I'm not you sure. Didn't, didn't you have <laughs> a lot of rain every day here? Not today. Right. Yesterday was beautiful. It rains here every day, every day in the afternoon. It's crazy. Hmm. Don't have to water the garden, though. That's good. That is good. Whereabouts are you? Um, Tea. All the way at the bottom. I'm just about 20 miles from the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Wow. There's a river here. I'm 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 right on the riverbank here. The Atchafalaya. Oh, lucky you! I love rivers. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was planting something yesterday. I went down a foot and and got water. You know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch out for the underground water courses. Yeah. Well, I found an old well. Quite lots back of. Is somebody cemented in? Yeah. So if the the wow. things hit the fan, I can have a well in my backyard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it might come in handy. So how's the heat Have there? Have you got any dousing? What's hmm? that? The heat. Oh, it's much better now. It's it's much cooler, thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that was unbelievable, what you guys went through. Yes, it was. 
I know. My plants still haven't recovered. They shriveled yeah. up. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make it. kind of crispy. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was as if they were in an oven. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't even have to cook them. <laughs> Happy Sunday morning to the next caller. Please say name and location. Good morning, good morning, morning everyone. Shirley from Ohio. Hello, Shirley, and good morning, Hi, Joel. Welcome to you both. Hi, good Joel. morning. Good morning, Susan. And someone else joined Hi, in. Hello. Hello. So please say name and location. Hi But of course, only if you... Michael in Camino, California. Hello, Michael. Welcome. Hi, Michael. Greetings. Hi. How are you doing? Hello. Good. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Hi, Raiden. <laughs> Positive greetings. Was that Raiden or was that? <laughs> I thought it was Raiden. I don't think he's here. <laughs> he won't be in a second. <laughs> Hi, John. Hello, Good morning. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Lynn in Sedona. Happy Sunday, Vin. Oh. Welcome. <laughs> Have you been Happy here before? Sunday, Vin. What? <laughs> First time on the call, I hadn't heard your name before, Win. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your story. <laughs> you have many. <laughs> In two minutes or less. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Please say name and location. Joan Dolan Springs. Welcome, Joan. Hi, hey, Joan. Uh, is Raiden on the call? Not here yet. Negative. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> His energy is, though. Yes. His spirit is already here. I welcome the next caller. Thank you for being here. Please say name and location. Hi, it's Terry in Nevada. Welcome, Terry. Oh, thank you. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey. Um, hi, is Wynn there? Wynn? He was. Hello? Um... You know, I, I mentioned uh, before that I didn't get the phone number for the memorial, so I didn't get to go to it. Hmm. Oh, no. Hello. Please say your name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Mike and Mary. Welcome, Mike and Mary. Hi, Mike and Mary. <laughs> Hi, Mike and Mary. <laughs> Didn't get your phone number. Hello. Yes. I welcome the next caller. Thank you for being here. If you want to, feel free to say name and location. But only if you want to, we welcome you. So yeah, Joan, you're still able to listen to the replay. Oh, oh, I can. Okay. 
Happy I Sunday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. hi. This is Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi, Cecil. Hi. Hi, Cecil. When do you hi, have the phone I number available you. for Joan hi, to listen Cecil. to the replay? The phone number? Are you are you are you from Terry's Memorial. Yeah. I mean, I don't have it at the top of my head. No. Joan, let me, let me ask you something, Joan. Yeah. Are you... Have you ever signed up to our mailing list? Yeah. Well, I get the message a day. You should be getting it. No. All right. I also tried to order books, and I couldn't get through to the checkout. Is that for the reincarnation of Katie? Yes. All of them I would get if I could. Yeah. So send me, send me an email, okay? Just so I know your email. Oh. Okay. Well, I tried to get you an email, and your email doesn't go through. At winfree at yahoo.com. You just reply to uh, one of the message today emails. Just reply I, to it. Okay, I did that. I did that, and, and I already did that the day after the memorial. Hmm. Or no, I did I, I the have, day of the memorial. I have the playback for the memorial a number if you want it. Yes. Let me, let me first welcome those people that just came on board. Happy Sunday. Please say your names and locations. Roger. Yeah, Austin. Austin oh, yeah. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Rayton. Hi, 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 Roger. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, JJ. Thank you. Positive greetings. Yes, positive greetings. Come back to you. Okay, here's the playback number. You ready? Are you? Okay. Ready. One dash six six seven 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 zero one five two eight and the pin is six three eight seven seven nine pound. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. When are we doing the healing list today? Uh, I don't even because know. Because we, we have some know. very, very important things to to put. If if you don't read them, I will read them um, privately. I mean, we all, do we have a healing list today? People put the stuff on. Well, yeah, I still put things in. John, John put things in. And we can do it. We don't have to do it live. We can do it after. Hello. 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 Happy Sunday. Hi, it's Barb in Ohio. Happy Sunday, Barb. Welcome. Hi, Barb. Hi, Barb. Hi, Barb. Hi. And welcome to all of you listening in online through BBS Radio. Happy Sunday to you. Thank you for being here.
Raiden, did you tell the two girls and tell them we're doing this closely? Yes. You did? Okay, great. Thank you. Well, one's got her ex-husband coming in that needs a bunch of uh, therapy and stuff and treatment, and the other one was, uh, I'm not sure, doing a bunch of homework for college. It's good to be here and appreciate all of you being here. You as well, my friend. Yeah, we appreciate you being there. Excellent. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, I think we're ready to start, huh? And if you just joined in online through BBS, happy Sunday to you. We welcome you. Is is Joy on the line? I have not heard of Joy this morning. Negative. Okay. All right. Am I clear? Decent. Yes. Okay. Good. Well, let's get, let's get started. Okay. Okay. You're not so loud, but if you be here, you will. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Today is August 28th. The recording has started. This is August 28th, 2022. And, uh, God, my automatic pilot starts to go, when in Terry in Sedona. And when in Sedona... And Terry in the galaxy. <laughs> and I've come to believe that Terry's on these calls and um, that she is monitoring us. I'm sorry, Joy is not here because um, maybe I'll tell the story very quickly. Uh, two days. After Terry died, when, when Terry was was um, fairly semi comatose, laying in bed, either at the hospital or at her house or at uh, a rehab home, I would hold her hand for long periods of time, and I could feel her energy, and she could feel my energy. 
And um, two days after she died, I had my hand. I was on a I was on a whole planet healing call, and I was in bed, and my hand was in the air, kind of. as if I might be waving to somebody. And I felt Terry's hand grab my hand and hold it. And I could feel the energy of Terry. I had held her hand so much. I was very familiar with the energy and um of course my analytical mind said am i making that up and then i had a few people come to our call our calls tell me that they thought they were connecting with Terry. And one person was doing um, doing it through, what's it called? A pendulum, right? And they were answering yes, asking yes or no questions. Terry was answering. So I said, well, let's, let's try an experimental session and let me ask some questions. Now, a few days later, I can't remember the day, but, you know, a week later, I was woken up with two docks in the middle of the night. And I kept trying to think what that could have been with somebody at the door. Why would I hear two knocks? And I said, maybe it's Terry. So I did a session with yes or no questions. And I said, I talked about the two knocks. And I asked the question. I, I said, in this manner, I said, I heard some knocks. And was that Terry? And the answer was yes. And then I said, was it five knocks? And the answer was no. Was it four? The answer was no. The, was it three? The answer was no. Was it two? And the answer was yes. And I started to think I'm onto something here. So then I asked a bunch of questions as if I was really talking to Terry and uh, 
and it made sense. And then we did the um, memorial service on Friday. And we did a little session live. And I asked, and it's on, it's on the replay line at the end of the tape, I'm sure. I asked the question, uh, is Terry here? And the answer was yes. Is she in the room with us? And there was another yes. And then I asked a question about something in the room. Now my mind is going blank. Raiden, do you remember what I asked? I know she got, I asked two questions and she got it right. And I asked one question and uh, we didn't get it right. It was questionable. Well, it was the color of somebody's shirt. One was dark blue and one was turquoise. So they were both a, a variation of blue. But she didn't answer it correctly, okay? But I think she answered Raiden's shirt, okay? I think so. Right. In any case, and the through was saying, you know, I might have gotten uh, bleed through there and missed it, you know. I don't know. You know, but she got she got one thing right and uh and and she asked answered questions as if it was her and I think it was and she said she's hanging out in my space. She doesn't want me to feel sad. She didn't say it. It was yes or no answers that led to that. And that um, she's doing fine. And she also said, I asked her if she had somebody that was helping her. And she said, yes. And I said, uh, was it? An angel, and she said, no. did she say yes or no? I can't remember. And then I said, was it a member of the Elohim group? And she said, no. And I said, was it a member of the Ra group? And she said, yes. Okay. And they're kind of facilitating her being comfortable there. And... Um, I'm not sure if she said she was in the heaven realms, black and white. I would think I would have asked that. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I have it on tape. So this is obviously to be continued because um, she's going to be monitoring us as long as we're here. And I can feel her, I'm starting to feel her energy 
hanging out in my space. I think I am. You know, I'm remembering all the challenges we've done about people who pass, who can hear everything, but we can't hear them. Okay? I mean, they've always said if somebody passes, in our channeling, they said, talk to them. Talk to them. Because they can hear you. So, um, I'm, I'm thinking, I believe Terry is hearing me right now. And then I get a little rush of energy when I said that. And I think that might have been Terry. Okay. So we'll see. Um, Terry, can you put a little rush of your energy on the line, if I ask, so that other people can feel you? Let me take a, a, mo a moment of silence and see what happens. Okay, I felt something, and uh, for years, every Sunday, we would do channeling on a different topic, and we have, a, with Terry, and we have a backlog of all of these sessions posted on the Spirit Channel. Now, before we did this on Sundays, we did it on Mondays. We did a Monday call, and um, we did a channeling, and and that's all on the Spirit Channel, Sundays and Mondays. And as you know, every Sunday we have a healing list at the end of the channeling. And I didn't do it last week or the week before. And Sija asks me to do it today. And We don't have Terry present yet to make a comment, but maybe CJ and I will make a comment. Elohim will listen. All right, I'm sure they'll listen. So, the Elohim is here. Yes. And Terry's here. Okay. okay, you feel her, huh? Yes. Can you get a verbal message from her? Um, I might be able to in the coming months. Okay. I'm sure somebody will. Okay. Um, I'll tell you off air. All right. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So we don't have Terry to do a channeling right now. Now, in my yes or no questions to her, she indicated that she could channel, she thinks she can channel from the other side. Not just her, but bringing in Ra'an, okay? So, to be continued. And I, I brought in two sessions we did in 2012, 2013, and it was on my one of my favorite topics was, was the creation of the universe. And um, I took out, I edited it, so we're just going to hear the channeling and not my side comments. And one of the first things when, when we started the creation of the universe The Elohim were sharing about spinningness and how spinningness was the beginning of creation. And it took me a while to kind of intuitively grasp spinningness. But if you look at the physical universe, you can take notice that everything spins in the physical universe. Galaxies, planets, solar systems, it's all spinning or it's rotating. And atoms, and electrons. And I started to see that for something to exist, something was spinning, all right? And it started out when the one infinite creator started to spin aspects of its own energy that created an individuated being that was still connected to the one infinite creator, but it had its own volition. And the Elohim were part of that original spinningness. So I'm going to play this audio. One of them, one of them is called spinningness. And the other is called black holes and antimatter. And we're going to see what we learn from that. Of course, this is Terry Brown channeling. The idea of spinningness, we've talked about this a number of times. Let me say how I'm trying to understand spinningness. You have an individual energy unit 
which is an Elohim unit. And that Elohim unit can spin energy, and they can decide the frequency that they spin the energy. And first of all, is that somewhat of an understanding of spinning this? It is possible they, um, to spin energy like a child can spin a top, uh, an individual uh, being, uh, energy unit can spin energy and uh, can do it to various specifications and geometrical formations. Actually, geometrical formations can be created by different spinningnesses and intersection of spinningnesses of energy. And the spinningness um, focuses the um, energy of the one infinite creator, the being, in the localized area, allowing focus of intelligence and consciousness. An awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have two Elohim spinning energies, do they get together and decide, you're going to spin at this frequency, I'm going to spin at this frequency, and then we're going to merge our frequencies, and maybe two or three or four or more, and something happens? Yes, however, when you speak about that, you speak about the uh, energies um, as being decided upon and then carried out. It is more with the Elohim, like the immediate carrying out of the intention. So the, the decision... And the carrying out uh, is together, and they may um, dream about housing units or different spinningnesses that would uh, end up with different uh, configurations. They may dream about that, but there is usually no uh, time lag or universal leg between the intention and the um, actual creation of the spinningness. It depends upon their intention. Now, it's this spinningness between Elohim that is the beginning of physicality. Is that correct? That is correct. It creates a focusing of the... It, it creates a uh, shift movement, and in doing that, it distills the um, manifestation of the consciousness, the intelligence, the um, awareness that is then... Um, distilled from the all that is. Now, say for for some, for example, something like a galaxy 
which is made up of loads of stars and planets. Is the galaxy spun out all at one time, or is it built up from the individual components? This boat spun out as the original galaxy, maybe the uh, spinning created by uh, individual or a group of individuals. And then they began, they began in various areas of condensation to have eddies within, and there is a wave that goes to the center and back. And this wave then, um, we don't want to say ruffles, it creates eddies, and it goes to the center and back, and then to the center and back. It can create crossings of energies, which create nodes, which then begin to become the manifestation of gases and um, condensation of further energies that then begin to move um, in connection with other gases that have been isolated out and begin to spin with the whole and then they intersect with further crossings of energy and soon you have the coordinates for the manifestation of an energy node that can burn brightly and begin to tear off and become a star and then isolate it out around the star planetary manifestations. Thank you. When the Elohim extends these frequencies out to create something like this, does part of them get bound in the creation, or does it get created and they let go of it and they're free of it? Uh, generally, they let go of it and they're free of it. However, they may have such an intense curiosity of what it's like if certain places there or what to experience in the center of it or other parts of it, they they may then go and be um, trapped in the energies of it. Mm -hmm. And once they're trapped, can they get out of that or are they stuck? Generally, if they're... And, uh, attention span, their their um, their span of um, what they're aware of. If it becomes lesser, then the 
area within which they're trapped, that's how it becomes, they become trapped. They become uh, lesser than. It is becoming lesser than that creates traps at all levels of existence. Mm -hmm. So they forget. They can't remember. They have no reference point of how it was. Their reference point become smaller because they feel lesser than other areas and so then they become a part of the smaller manifestation. Mm-hmm. At the point you talked about the word node. Is the node indicative where two frequencies meet of of two Elohim souls or more who are projecting these frequencies? We were thinking in reference to that where the um, galaxy is spinning and the projection has a wave moving to the center of the galaxy and then back from the center of the galaxy and areas of intersections are what we call nodes. It could be it just waves moving through the galaxy, waves moving through the subatomic particles, waves um, moving between individuals, creating uh, resistances in um, um, non-resistant areas uh, in an interaction between individuals. Thank you. I think I, I'm not sure I understand that. Um, nodes are, could you say that again? Is there a way of saying this in a more simple way? Nodes are intersections of energies wherein the intersections become a, a slight slowing of the energies which creates a a more of a physical manifestation in many cases. Mm -hmm. So it's a very complex because then there's nodes and there's sub-nodes and the universe has got planets, star systems, and everything is unfolding really as a cacophony of frequencies. Yes. And it's quite complex. Yes, in each individual awareness has like a homing uh, device, uh, a um, a way of matching fr- frequencies that are um, are their frequency, and they match and attract other frequencies that are of the same frequency, and so this is a mechanism where they place themselves in an arena, an area um, of manifestation where they can then experience those frequencies and the results of those frequencies, which may be very good or may not be good because if they are attracting frequencies that are detrimental, it can make life very hard and it gives them, by them doing this, the lesson that they need for their next step 
which is to move through and on beyond that area of uh, intense um, um, manifestation uh, that may not be pleasant. When it gets talking, we cannot hear you. Yeah, yeah this is this is Lynn live, and uh, can can you get closer yeah. to the mic? We can barely hear you. This is Lynn live, and you know I used to be a physics major. I used to study electronic stuff long before any of this happened. And there is a way of understanding what they're saying scientifically. And it has to do in electronics and in frequency. When you have two frequencies that come together, it creates additional frequencies which are called harmonics. And it creates, if you have, say for example, 20 cycles per second and 50 cycles per second coming together the harmonics are the addition of the two frequencies and the subtraction of the two frequencies. So that would mean you would have a frequency of 50 plus 20, which is 70 cycles per second. And you'd have a frequency of 50 minus 20, which is 30 cycles per second. And so what they're saying is that everything has frequency and it's all creating harmonics in a huge symphony that creates new frequencies and it keeps growing. So, if you take music and you take a, a violin playing a middle C and a piano playing a, the note middle C, they don't sound the same because they both have different harmonics. And that's why musical instruments sound different. Um, and the universe is working in the same manner in a grander scale. 
and it's constantly growing as I understand it because all these frequencies are creating new frequencies which are creating new frequencies and it individuates everything individuates according to all of this combination of frequencies and we are creating frequencies all the time that's why healing can work and our frequencies are changing and we're around someone we're creating new frequencies and this is all beyond anything that's going on in your mind or what you're thinking and I don't know if that makes sense, but it's a it's a fascinating correlation for me that this generation of harmonics, and they're calling it a node where the two frequencies come together. And so once the original creation started, it became an evolving creation because of all these frequencies leading with each other constantly. Let me continue the session. When, when they are doing this, do they know exactly how it's going to turn out? Or is there an element of like, wow, look what we just did. Isn't this a surprise? There's an element of wow. The quote we just did. And not all mm -hmm. the ramifications are realized. Mm -hmm. However, there is an overall guiding um, principle throughout that um, the individual awarenesses will move into areas of similar vibrations to where they are um, have placed themselves in all that is, and then we'll be able to move um, in areas in their comfort zone uh, through um, all of the ramifications of um, the um, resulting frequencies or experiencing in, in their life experience at that time. Mm -hmm. Now, humans are, are microcosms, yes, of all that is. In other words, everything that, how can I say it, the same principles of the universe work for um, the Elohim as humans, except in a smaller way. For example, when humans are co-creating, are they actually creating spinning frequencies that cause new things to occur? Well, we answer the first part of what you said first. Um, an individual may not be a replica of the uh, macrocosm, 
uh, because it may be deficient in certain frequencies, which then uh, in an overviews which place it where it is. Mm-hmm. So there may be missing um, frequencies within their experience, which then, since they cannot experience full range of frequencies, they have limited their experience uh, to um, re-experience patterns that they have previously uh, found to be beneficial, but which may not any longer be beneficial to them. So, in other words, let me just clarify this. A human has slotted themselves in into a small subset of the macrocosm, and they exist within that subset. And until they expand out of that subset, their experience is just going to be within the subset, kind of like the matrix. Yes. And... That's even true for wanderers or Elohim souls that come into this realm. They find themselves into a contained subset, yes? Yes, and they do not then look further out or larger than themselves, and so they do not realize the rest of what is there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, for a human, I'm jumping around here, going from the beginning of creation to a human, but for a human, their first step is to, sometimes people say, observe yourself. And by observing yourself carefully, you have to move outside of your matrix to watch yourself in the subset of your creation. Is that accurate? Yes, um, people get um, belief systems that they may have picked up when they were small based upon their parents' belief systems and how they were treated when they were small, and then they feel that the world is like that. However, if a person who doesn't realize that they have uh, anything different about them uh, observes other people, a good range of other people, and sees how things uh, go for the other people, um, and um, is very perceptive about their own um, experiences and, and really takes a good look at their own responses to things and things that, uh, ways they respond that may not make total uh, sense in light of what is going on, um, eventually they can begin to pick up where the areas are that they need to work through. An individual tends to find themselves at the point uh, that they, is their next step. The things being thrown at them are the things that they really need to learn and um, to work through, and it may be frustrating because it doesn't seem like those things should be there, but they can, in observation, then begin to see where um, their responses 
are not the um the um uh, ideal responses for the situation when we as humans hang out with other people are the people that we hang out with very important because do we tend to reformat ourselves based on the matrices of the people we're around? It, um, individuals tend to attract people around them that uh, will um, provide the catalyst necessary for them to move into their next step of growth. Thank you. Because I know everyone on this line that's listening is saying, I want to go to my next step of growth. I want to be bigger than I am. I want to um, expand into the universe. I want to know God. What should they do? You know, I just did. Um you are at the exact right place uh, for um, your next step of growth. And the things that are you're finding in your daily life coming up against are the things that you need to um, evaluate, work through, observe, and, um, and uh, go beyond the limitations that you're experiencing in your own uh, daily living. And that's true even if a person is in a daily living zone, which is terribly painful. Yes. Is the pain there for a reason? Is, is, are is, they there? Is the, is the pain there for a reason? The pain will be an indication that uh, there is something that needs to be changed and that um, there will be a way through and around and, and uh, over the pain. The pain is um, a sign that there is a disconnection. Uh, disconnection in the body, disconnection with other people, uh, disconnection with their own um, desired um, result, uh, disconnection with the love of themselves. Uh, there is something that's disconnected when there's pain, so the energy is not flowing. Okay, thank you. And that could be even disease as well, correct? That is correct. It all applies to the body systems as well. Mm -hmm. When there's a break in the skin, the the skin uh, feels the disconnection and, and you feel the pain of, of the skin uh, and its separation from the flow of energy. And the energy stacks up on both sides of the cut and um, can't get through, and uh, back flashes up through the nervous system, and uh, mm. it's a general stoppage of flow of um, energy. 
Okay. Some people ask this question, and it has to do with this idea that we're creating our reality, and we're in our little energy module in the matrix, and that you could call that your soul energy is in there. And um, it wants to get bigger. It's looking for ways to get bigger. And it has to go through the next step. And in the best of all worlds, this is like totally self Now, what happened here? Just a moment. The idea of spinningness, we've talked about this a number of times. Well, we answer the first part of what you've said first. Um, an individual may not be a replica of the uh, macrocosm uh, because it may be deficient in certain frequencies, which then... Uh, in and overviews which place it where it is. Mm -hmm. So there may be missing um, frequencies within their experience, which then, since they cannot experience full range of frequencies, they have limited their experience uh, to um, re-experience patterns he has previously uh, found to be beneficial, but which may not any longer be beneficial to them. So, in other words, let me just clarify this. A human has slotted themselves in into a small subset of the macrocosm, and they exist within that subset. And until they expand out of that subset, their experience is just going to be within the subset, kind of like the matrix. Yes. And that's even true for wanderers or Elohim souls that come into this realm. They find themselves into a contained subset, yes? Yes, and they do not then look further out or larger than themselves and so they do not realize the rest of what is there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, for a human, I'm jumping around here, We're going from the beginning of creation to a human, but for a human, their first step is to, sometimes people say, observe yourself. And by observing yourself carefully, you have to move outside of your matrix to watch yourself in the subset of your creation. Is that accurate? Yes. Um, people get um, belief systems that they may have picked up 
when they were small based upon their parents' belief systems and how they were treated when they were small, and then they feel that the world is like that. However, if a person who doesn't realize that they have uh, anything different about them uh, observes other people, a good range of other people, and sees how things go for the other people, um, and um, is very perceptive about their own um, experiences and, and really takes a good look at their own responses to things and things that, uh, ways they respond that may not make total uh, sense in light of what is going on, um, eventually they can begin to pick up where the areas are that they need to work through. An individual tends to find themselves at the point uh, that they, is their next step. They, the things being thrown at them are the things that they really need to learn and um, to work through. And it may be frustrating because it doesn't seem like those things should be there, but they can, in observation, then begin to see where um, their responses are not the um, the um, uh, ideal responses for the situation. When we as humans hang out with other people, are the people that we hang out with very important because do we tend to reformat ourselves based on the matrices of the people we're around? It, um, individuals tend to attract people around them that uh, will um, provide the catalyst necessary for them to move into their next step of growth. Thank you. Because I know everyone on this line that's listening is saying, I want to go to my next step of growth. I want to be bigger than I am. I want to um, expand into the universe. I want to know God. What should they do? You know, I just did. Um you are at the exact right place uh, for um, your next step of growth. And the things that are you're finding in your daily life coming up against are the things that you need to um, evaluate, work through, observe, and, um, and uh, go beyond the limitations that you're experiencing in your own uh, daily living. And that's true even if a person is in a daily living zone, which is terribly painful. Yes. Is the pain there for a reason? Is, is, are is, they there? Is the, is the pain there for a reason? The pain will be an indication that uh, there is something that needs 
to be changed. And the, um, there will be a way through and around and, and uh, over the pain. The pain is um, a sign that there is a disconnection. A uh, disconnection in the body, a disconnection with other people, a disconnection with their own um, desired um, result, uh, a disconnection with the love of themselves. Uh, there, there is something that's disconnected when there's pain, so the energy is not flowing. Okay, thank you. And that could be even disease as well, correct? That is correct. It applies to the body systems as well. Mm -hmm. When there's a break in the skin, the the skin uh, feels the disconnection and, and you feel the pain of, of the skin uh, and its separation from the flow of energy. And the energy stacks up on both sides of the cut and um, can't get through, and uh, back flashes up through the nervous system, and uh, mm. it's a general stoppage of flow of um, energy. Okay. Some people ask this question, and it has to do with this idea that we're creating our reality, and we're in our little energy module in the matrix, and that you could call that your soul energy is in there. And um, it wants to get bigger. It's looking for ways to get bigger. And it has to go through the next step. And in the best of all worlds, this is like totally self Unmuted. Lynn, are you there? Hello, Lynn? Hello, 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 hello. I hear you now. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And th this whole series is I think one of the most advanced things we put out. And you know, it started out just as we were doing these sessions and every session I would pick a topic, and I picked any kind of topic under the sun, you know, from very personal human challenges to very sophisticated looks at the way creation works. And the Elohim said that they were, they existed before there was a universe 
and created the original template for the universe. And that was a very bold thing for them to say. I mean, I said, how the heck do I believe that? You know? And then on one of our calls, I said, I'm just going to ask a series of questions and see what comes up. And it resulted in probably about 35 sessions that one went to the other. We went through DNA. We went through every aspect of the evolution of the universe, including how the universe got into its present state or how our planet got into its present state, where there is so much negative control patterns going on here. And um, it's a very educational series. And you can, the entire series is online. If you go to the Spirit Channel, and there's a link at the top called Topics, and click down on Topics, and you'll find most of the talks we did on this topic. And it is fascinating. And it also, for me, it gives a lot of credibility that we are really talking to the source that created the universe in the manner that they answer questions. I mean, their answers, as you can tell, are very sophisticated. But they make it simple, and it's 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 a topic that has never been explored, as far as I know, in the history of humans with the source of the creation explaining how it got created. And the following week, this, that particular call I just played was June 10th, 2013. And the following week, we continued, and I, I did a little edit of the following week call where I start questioning them about black holes. So let me play that now. Just a moment. Yes, we're continuing our topic on how the universe was created. And, of course, last time we were talking about spinning this, we were talking about how there were places in time-space that were created through frequencies, and as much as I hear it, I never completely grasp it, but um, we will keep going on that line, and there's something that's called black holes. Is there a way to understand black holes, and at what point did black holes come in in terms of creation? Black holes are a result of spinningness. 
as the energies are catapulted forward into the center of the spinningness. And in that spinningness, the energy builds up and gets heavier and heavier until it puts out light that is that it does not project light any longer. So it's it's very, very dense? It is. It is the culmination of the energy vortex, center of the energy vortex. And all spinningness has an energy vortex which is more dense in the center and then begins to break up into separate globules or separate particles. What was the purpose of a black hole? Why did it to be there? And was it created by intention to fulfill a function? It is one of the aspects of the physics of the creation that was set up in the beginning by the all that is. Did it serve a purpose? It congeals and it stabilizes the and acts in juxtaposition to the spinning energies around it. It is a dense center stabilization for the life that is formed and the consciousness that manifests as a result of the focusing of the spinningness. So in other words, a black hole helps to hold a balance to the physical space outside of the black hole in proximity to it? That is correct. It is a stabilization much like an anchor anchors a boat. Now, if if someone was in a rocket ship or um, some kind of flying saucer and they flew into a black hole, what would happen? It would tear the vehicle apart as it would not be able to stand the stressors, intense stressors, and would begin to modify the pieces into its own formation and geometries. I see. So, um, 
as the physical universe was creating itself, did the black holes form as a natural result of the other things that formed? Or was there a conscious projection from um, the Elohim side or whoever side to create a black hole as if it was part of a needed structure to make everything else whole together? It was part of the postulation of how things work. We, in a way, are architects working with materials that are available to us. We are working with the elements of existence that he's been set up that are the materials we use to create with. Thank you. And I'll tell you what, what, what I'll, I'll formulate this question, and if Daphne gets an answer, she can say it, or she can just say pass, and we'll go to Terry, see if Daphne's in practice. Um, there's something that's... Are you there, Wynn? Oh, yes. God. Somehow I got to remember to unmute. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Terry rubbing off on me, right? Um, <laughs> Daphne was present on this call, and I, we decided I was going to ask her a question. And in this topic, and see how they answered through her. And you'll notice there's a great difference between Daphne and Terry in the way they express the Elohim. Terry is down to earth, and Daphne is very sophisticated. Her vocabulary is sophisticated. She is more authoritative, I would say. But that's not necessarily good, but it's it's kind of impressive. You know, sometimes Terry I learned this. Terry was so down to earth that it's hard to believe that such a enormous source as the Elohim could sound that way. But I had people tell me that. They couldn't believe it. And Daphne might be more of how you would expect a source like that to sound. And that doesn't mean that's better. I love the way Terry expressed things. And, and she 
she expressed it in a way that they didn't feel they don't sound superior to us or looking down on us. Um, and you start to understand the Elohim have a dilemma. I, I'm saying this. I think I can say this. It would make sense. That when you hear about all of this, you realize in terms of the beginning creation, they did not know what was going to come. It was an exciting creation. They were observing their creation. And as things started to deteriorate, and there were beings in this universe that were experiencing huge amounts of pain and suffering and helplessness. And they, it seems to me they had no idea anything like that was going to happen at the beginning stages. And they want to make a difference. And it's one of the reasons they're talking through us and making themselves so available because they don't appreciate the way people suffer in this realm. And they can't just wave a magic wand to change the suffering. And they need to ground themselves into this realm with beings on the realm to get their energy into it. And, and that's part of the work that we're doing, creating a grounding for them so they can interface. And then people have miracles because what happens is they can manipulate frequencies at a very high level. And when the situation is right, they can move into this realm with these new frequencies that can cause different outcomes. And it's important that there are beings in this realm to ground their energy. And that's one of the reasons our calls are so important because they're doing it with our group. And many people have miracles happen, healings, all kinds of things happen. But you have to get their frequency. You have to be part of the grounding so they can get through to you. Now, I wanted to mention, CJ wants me to do the healing list today. Nor, I'm going to go back to the call in just a moment. Uh, but um, We have done a healing list every Sunday, and our sources would make comments to the people through Terry. And at the moment, Terry's not here, 
to make comments. So we'll go through the list. And I think we can safely assume that they're listening. And even Terry is listening. And I suspect sooner or later, she will be here. Or someone will bring her through and we'll be able to make comments. But at the moment, it is the way it is. And if you want to get on the healing list, you go to this webpage, inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. In the light dot, or period, intelligent dash infinity.com. Okay. And this form comes up and just fill out the form. Okay. And another very important announcement that um, I don't want to forget, I better say it now, is BBS Radio is going to be closing down Station 2. Right now, we are on Station 1. When Station 2 closes down, we are not going to be able to broadcast our Monday and Wednesday BBS calls. Unless I find an alternative. But we are going to continue doing our conference calls on Monday and Wednesday. But they're not going to be broadcast on BBS. So if you're someone who has been listening to our calls on BBS radio, then you'll have to come into our conference calls to listen. And you can get the conference call phone number by going to a website. Let's roll our phone numbers. TheSpiritChannel.net. TheSpiritChannel.net. And if you're in an area where you can't, you can't call in because it's too expensive. Free conferencing, the conference call company has a way that you can, we can send you a link to a dialer where you can dial in on the internet and access the call. And you don't have to go through your phone lines and spend a lot of long distance money. So if you want to get that dialer, email me at winfree at yahoo.com, W-I-N-N-F-R-E-E at Yahoo, and I will send you the link to the dialer, okay? And um, on that note, also, we're still going to be posting all of our calls on the spiritchannel.net. We have thousands of calls posted there. And 
If you don't listen live, you can listen to the replay, okay? And repeating again, uh, next week is going to be our last time on BBS on Monday and Wednesday. Our Sunday call will still be broadcast because it's on Station One. And that note, I had mentioned we're going to continue, and I think I'm going to do something with Daphne, and we'll continue with the session we're playing back. This is just called anti-matter. And could you share with us what is anti-matter, why does it exist, and where was it originally created? Are you are you there, Daphne? She um, she just got back on. Fourteen lines dropped out all of a sudden. Daphne is back. Daphne, are you there? She dropped out again. Uh oh. All right. Let's let's go to Terry with that question. Okay. Thank you. We are delighted with this question. It is like antimatter is like a slate upon which matter can be written without antimatter matter cannot exist light cannot exist it is light written is written upon the darkness the nothing and it takes the balance, much like you have the yin and the yang. It takes the balance between the matter and the antimatter to make a screen for matter to manifest in and to write the manifestations in the manifest universe. Antimatter is your friend. Now, when we talk about spinningness, which was the beginning thing of matter, is there spinningness in antimatter that goes in the reverse direction? Give us so much. It starts with a blank, dark field, the source field. And then an energy pervades. The energy as spinningness then manifests as matter. If one spins in the opposite direction. One begins to undo matter. And if you have spinningnesses in opposite directions, they can cancel out. That's 
That is their answer. Now, when we're talking about our soul, our hologram, does our soul and hologram and our body exist as matter and antimatter? In other words, do we have a uh, uh, a double that's antimatter? There is a shadow cast. You have a light body, and the light body is a power power generator for your physical body. When the body is no longer powered by the light body, then the body begins to fail. Although not in all cases, but it loses much of its potential and sensibility and may pass away at that point. Can't he win? Okay. Um, we have posed the question to you. Um, would you like to answer a question? Um, I will give it. I will give it a go. Okay. If, if I ask a question and um, you're out of practice, just say uh, later. Well, okay. It's other, okay. And. Uh, the topic is how the Elohim created the universe. And we're talking about how the Elohim created the universe or how the universe was created. And uh, particularly talking about black holes and antimatter and their relationship to the creation. Okay? And... Terry, we talk about spinningness and frequencies, and maybe we could get, I don't know, you don't know what Terry said, so we can see how the information compares. Um, what would our sources express through Daphne on black holes and antimatter in terms of the formation and creation of the universe? Thank you. Um... Let's see, uh, give us a moment to, to attune. love and the light of the one infinite creator. This is the council of the one known as Ra'an. We speak of creational axioms 
You speak of creation into the space of the void. You speak of the light. We say to you, creation is ever-present, and it is the light, the light upon the fabric of space and time, and the transcendence of these things, that we impart our love and our light and our creative meshing into your densification, into your location, into the logoi and into the sublogoi, into the knowledge and into the wisdom, and into that which has yet to receive knowledge and wisdom. The celestial mechanics of which we speak, these are advanced physics. These are expressed in mathematical quotients and computations. These are not linear, linearly formulated. These rest in the magnetics of your heart and of the noosphere. Your heart, the location of the heart knowledge, this is the greatest attractor, the singularity attractor. We speak not of dissonance. We speak not of division. We speak of unification and the knowingness. Places of darkness, places of rift, these are portals into other realms of understanding. We hope this has clarified some of your questions. How does the understanding of antimatter, if it does, how does the visualization of it impact our own spiritual awareness, if it does? From our perspective as Elohim, we speak not of matter and antimatter. This is still a dualistic concept, and this is limited to a limited mental understanding. We speak of congruence. We speak of beyond the linearity. We speak of beyond the polarity. There is a this and a that, a yin and a yang, from a third-dimensional construct. When one moves into a fifth-dimensional construct, there is no top side and bottom side. There is only the experience of the all that is. This is a knowingness. This is a knowingness which is accessed through the wisdom of the heart, through the wisdom of the heart-mind. And the limited conceptualization that we have at a lower level, at a lower density, this is transmuted. This is not a value judgment. This is a perceptual di difference. It's similar to light going through prism. When the light bands are backed up through the prism and they go the opposite way, then you see a unification of the light and the light goes back into a total spectrum. You are seeing polarity, you are seeing duality, because you are seeing only certain bands of the light spectrum. Similarly, with your thought constructs, you are seeing only very certain bands of frequency. You are experiencing only very certain bands of consciousness. As you go closer to source, closer into the heart, closer into the loving knowledge of all that is, you open the Akashic. You open the grand totality of that which you are. 
as you move into the grand totality of that which you are and into your archangelic presence, which is the seed in each and every one of you, you are no longer bound by the time and space dynamics of third dimension. You may step out into the greatness of that which you have been seeded, that which is in you, that which is innate, and that which you have come here on the earth to reinsert into Gaia, into her crystalline grids, into her crystalline structure, and to awaken in everyone you come into contact with. This being said, as we gather together in groups such as the group you have gathered together, this is a very noble cause. You are awakening and reinstating the brilliance of that which you are, that which you can aspire to. Bring out always the highest aspects of your own divine nature. Focus on that which is high. Focus on that which is refined. Focus on that which is light. As you focus, so shall you grow. As you refine, so shall you hone. In order to move through the Ascension Protocol, you must refine your sensibilities. You must refine your sensitivities. You must go toward the light. The light attracts the light. We hope this has clarified. Thank you. You know what? We will bring this session to a close now because it is time. Okay. This is Wynn live. And I thought that was quite interesting, the difference that in the way that Daphne expressed it and Terry expressed it, because Daphne was saying, well, all of this stuff doesn't matter as you go into the unification of polarity. Of course, <laughs> that's a lot easier said than done for those of us that are in 3D. So, um, in any case, it is now 11.42, and, you know, I should say that our group is doing something that aims towards what Daphne was talking about. And every day we do a show called Whole Planet Healing at 7 o'clock. And we don't channel during that show. We do an exercise in unification of realms to bring healing into the earth. And five people do it. We have different little sections. And there is an amazing energy and ambience that is developed amongst the people that are participating. And 
it tends to lift the vibration of everybody part participating and there's a lot of joy on the line. It's not an intellectual teaching process. It's a putting into effect all the things we've learned about how the universe works and how it shifts. And the phone number for that call is listed on thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. And if this work intrigues you, and if you feel stuck, particularly if you feel stuck in your life, people that are not stuck don't tend to gravitate towards this. But people that are stuck, there's a lot of people who are stuck that are very evolved people. And this work we do tends to catapult them out of their stuckness into joy. And every person that comes to Whole Planet Healing adds to the energy of that call and it adds to the person's personal energy too. Um, it's a community that's developed. So I hope some of you that are listening to this might show up. And I would suggest show up for a few days because it can take a few days to integrate yourself to what's happening there. And on that note, um, we're going to go to the healing list. And Sija, are you present? I am here. So let's read these things. And if I have something to answer, I'll answer. Otherwise, we'll just leave silence on each thing. And Terry, you can listen. And if you can do anything on the other side in the Elohim and Ra, then it would be, be much appreciated, okay? So turning it over to Sija. Um, thank you. Should we call in the love light? Yeah. You want me to do it or you want to do it? Yes. Thank you. Yes, what? <laughs> yes, you, you can call it in. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Father, Mother, God, one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround each person here and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke 
a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And um, we're going to go through our healing list today. And I turn it over to Cija. Thank you. I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list, listening to this call, listening to the replay, or reading a transcript. Don Newsom. Healing for Don Newsom's health crisis. Thank you for his body that expressing perfect health in a miraculous healing that Don is experiencing. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for privacy for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask all of the above for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Shirley Odenweller from Columbus, Ohio. Please send love light and blessings to Donald Newsom, president of BBS Radio. Would like to put my daughter, Alana, and myself into the light for healing as we seek truth and justice in the court system. Asking for balancing of energies for myself and for everyone on this call. Much love and gratitude to Terry, Wynne, and family. Thank you, love and light. Thank you.
teacher from England. Thank you, our, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the price consciousness, the peaceful resolution and peaceful coexistence that has descended over Taiwan, China, the US, and the rest of the world. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for the clearing that is taking place in our solar system, the sun and on earth. Let the glory of your, of your wisdom be the divine light that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned, in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever. And so it is. Thank you. I think that's the end of the list. Yes, that is the end of the list. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Wim. Thank you, Hyde. So, Thank you to our sources. Thank you, Terry, on the other side. Thank you to everyone on the call. Much love to you all. Thank you, Theja. And we timed it just about right because it's 11.53 and we have two minutes. So uh, I wanted to reiterate what I said in the middle there about our Monday and Wednesday calls are not going to be on BBS after this coming week. And that there is a way to get into them without using a phone as long as you have internet. And if you email me, I will let you know, winfrey at yahoo.com, and I'll tell you how to do it. And we also have replay lines. Our, all of our calls, Monday and Wednesday and Sunday, and and Whole Planet Healing, which is every day at 7 o'clock Pacific time. All of our calls are available on a conference line, both live and replays, and the phone numbers are listed on the spiritchannel.net. And there are also thousands of um, archived calls and the calls I played today are part of that archive collection, and they are brilliant. They are deep. They're not all, most of them are not as scientific as the call we played today. That was a very advanced look at creation. And, uh, and by listening to those calls, you will help increase 
ear affinity with the vibrations of the higher realms. The Elohim's energy and the Ra's energy are embedded in our calls and um, immersing yourself, if you start to get the idea of it, immersing yourself will really speed up the process. So on that note, I'm going to unmute everybody. And then I think Heise is going to play a few songs. Unmuted. Yes, I will. Okay. Thank you, Heise. All participants are unmuted. All right, you're unmuted. Did you guys enjoy the discussion? That was great. Thank you, Wynn. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you, Wynn. Good luck to everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Sita. Thanks, Sita. Unmuted. Thank you all very much. Thank Blessings you. to you and a happy Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Thanks. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Light and blessings to everyone. It's a long break. This session is no longer being recorded.